Hello and welcome to The Gist. I'm your host, Chris Vetrano, here every week breaking down all the things happening in pop culture. And today we're kicking off our three-part Vanderpump Rules reunion coverage. So uh, last night we got part one of this explosive three-part reunion. And I just finished watching it on Peacock. And guys, if you are not watching it on Peacock, I understand because the live version, you got to get it real time on Bravo. But at 6 a.m. Eastern, they Peacock released the supersized version with extra footage and it was uncensored. Okay, I can never watch it again another way. I don't know how because there was so much profanity being thrown out at the reunion last night. Like, it's impossible almost to hear it because of all of the, like, editing that they have to do. And this uncensored version is everything. I mean, I don't know how we ever are going back. Um, it was, like, the first time that I ever watched uh, RuPaul's Drag Race on, I think it was Paramount+. Plus, or I, like, bought the I bought a season or something that I was trying to, like, catch up. And I was so used to, you know, Ru at the... Uh, end of the episode right before the lip sync she says do not fuck it up but we have always heard it bleeped out and the first time that i ever heard it it was like jarring and i was like oh like that is what she's actually saying like that's her tagline and she actually says the word which like you know but you've never heard it and it like it plays this mind game it was insane hearing it last night uncensored or this morning, rather, when I watched it on Peacock. It was amazing. So if you have not checked out the uncensored version, I definitely say that's a rewatch for you, and you need to go check that out. Um, and thank you to the Peacock gods, because they are delivering, and I am so happy about it. So um, go go check that out. Um, so we open the reunion. Okay, first of all... You know, this has just been such a roller coaster. This has been such a ride. Obviously, the Scandaval episode last week um, that we finally saw what happened when cameras got picked back up. It was explosive. It was amazing. It was everything we wanted. It had soaring ratings. Ariana's appearance on Watch What Happens Live afterwards, it was the most watched, our highest rated episode of Watch What Happens Live in history. Like, so that's what's happening right now. That's the impact of the show. And so just right from the get-go, as we, you know, start seeing uh, everyone arriving and you start getting, like, the footage of what we're about to walk into, it's just, it's chilling, it's exciting, you've got goosebumps going everywhere, it's so good. Um, so the last night starts and we learn that there are the one-on-one -on -one interviews with Tom, Ariana, and Raquel. And so we get little glimpses of them all sort of sitting down. Ultimately, they, you know, tease that Raquel's is coming soon because Raquel did, doesn't have a huge part in last night's episode um, due to the restraining order uh, that she had against Sheena. So she, they're, you know, placing her interview footage, it, what it looks like will kick off next week. Um, but we start with Tom and Ariana's footage. Um, you know, this is a reunion first, as they said. Uh, they, you know, put a, a little Chiron um, up that said this is like a reunion first, that they're sitting down with people one-on-one -on -one rather than doing this all in front of the cast. But they ultimately wanted to get everyone's side of the story out. And I think it's so smart that they did this because especially in this case where we know Tom Sandoval is 
such a liar and that he's been lying about all of these things. It was really, it was a smart move on the producer's parts to say, hey, Tom, we're going to get you a one-on-one -on -one with Andy where you can come clean about everything so that your story is out there the way that you want to tell it and then push him into the reunion seats because that is going to not work out in his favor. Um, but aside from being a reunion first, it's also the first time that we've seen Tom since Scandival uh, wearing something other than just all black, like he's going to a funeral. He like had on like some color for the first time and I like noticed it because every time we've seen him, whether in paparazzi shots or, you know, as we've seen in the trailer, uh, when he's or when he's standing outside uh, arguing on, during the break, he's wearing like, you know, this black matrix jacket. I mean, he just always looks like he's going to a funeral. Um, so this is the first time we've seen him in color. Um, but, you know, we start getting their sides of the story. A lot of it is like pretty much the same stuff we've known. We're getting a little bit more information. Ariana, who looks amazing. I loved her little silver dress. Um, thought it was really pretty in the, uh, and also very sexy. Obviously, Ariana was going for sex in all of her looks for the reunion. Um, but, you know, she talks about how, you know, she was like, men are trash. So like, I guess I am not surprised that Tom would do this because that's like something that you sometimes expect from a man. But she's like, I couldn't imagine it coming from Raquel. And that confused me a little bit. I mean, obviously, and don't come for me because I'm team Ariana here, but I do like, we did see her, Raquel doing this to Katie right in front of Ariana's face. So for her to say that like, she was surprised that Raquel could do it. And I get like Raquel and Ariana, they're better friends. They were like, you know, besties doing a lot of things together, um, which all seems like smoke and mirrors now just because the Sandoval stuff was going on behind her back the whole time. So I get that this like feels like much more of a betrayal than what was happening to Katie, but it's like, but this is also the bitch that's doing that. So she's, if she's willing to do this to Katie and she thinks it's funny and like that she's like causing this drama between these people that are getting a divorce, it's not such a stretch. So I was a little like, I was not shocked, but I was a little surprised by that comment. Um, but then Tom talks about the timeline of things. Again, it's not new information, but he confirms that, you know, the night, um, they had the guy's night, and then they went to see you next Tuesday a few days later. And that night is the night that they hooked up. Um, and I think originally we thought that was a kiss, or he had said it was a kiss. Um, but Andy asks, you know, you guys had sex? He says yes. Um, Andy says, so then you guys were together at BravoCon. And Tom says yes. Um, so, you know, that's that's the wildest part. It's just like they were literally doing these things in front of everyone at this, like, these group events and stuff. And it's just, it's wild. Um, and then Tom kind of goes down his narrative. Andy's asking about how, like, you know, it got to the point of him cheating. And he's like, well, you know, like, we just like, we were having problems and they were behind the scenes and I was like her gay BFF. And he's like, you know, I had to even talk with the showrunner and then they cut to unaired footage of a conversation that happened on Tom while Mike, while Tom was mic'd up um, in September of 2022, where Tom's saying like, you know, I feel like we need to like get some stuff on camera of us, like of our relationship not doing so well. But this is September, so 
Tom and Raquel started, at least from what we know, um, and like what everyone's admitting to, start, started sleeping together in August. So a month later, or and then also in September, he says that they took a break after a, quote, one night stand, which I'm going to go down a little rabbit hole here for a minute because we get to this later in the episode two where they keep calling it the one night stand. And I want to just like make it clear. I don't think that this was ever a one night stand. Like a one night stand, unless I'm wrong, and if I am, come for me, but a one night stand is when you are, you meet someone out, you don't know them, they're basically a stranger, you hook up with them that night, and then you never call or see them again, right? Like, or you have a really great night with someone, it's amazing, you have good sex or whatever, and then it just, it fizzles. Like, it's not like you don't have to necessarily ghost the person, but it's like, it was all intentional that it was a one night stand. And somebody being in a friend group together where you guys are constantly hanging out, where you're potentially best friends with, you know, even inclusive of your girlfriend, that is never a one night stand. This is someone that's going to continue to be in your life. So if you're, if you've crossed the line and had sex with this person, that's part of your friend group and part of your like, best friend circle, you've already crossed a line that's beyond a one night stand. So I think we need to just stop calling it a one night stand. But anyways, what they are calling the one night stand happened in August. Then he claims that they didn't like hook up anymore after that. They continued filming. They went on the glamping trip. And then in September, they went to the Life is Beautiful Festival and that's where they hooked up again. And then the affair, the full-fledged affair started then. Well, this conversation that he's having with the showrunner is also in September when he's trying to say, we need to get this stuff on camera. So clearly, Tom was controlling the narrative that he wanted to build in something into the storyline that would show that like Tom and Ariana are not doing well. And I am saying this now, you know, cue the Caroline Manzo gift. You hear, you heard it here first. Um, this is... I, I believe that Tom had this whole master plan because we later learned that he told Tom Schwartz in August. So in August, that's when, you know, Tom and Tom started having shooting scenes where Tom was able to be like, yeah, she doesn't make me lattes and she doesn't buy batteries and she doesn't do these things. And they're, he's controlling this narrative with Tom. He's building this whole storyline with Tom behind Ariana's back that's showing that like Tom is unhappy and that they're not in a good relationship. And then, you know, even in the conversation where Tom tried to bring it up with Ariana and Ariana's like, no, well, I mean, yeah, I can't like have sex with a stranger, but like, we've got to spend more time together and we've got to do things. We got to like, if we need to go to a couples counselor, you know, and that didn't go the way he wanted clearly. And so I feel as though he was really trying to force this thing because his big master plan was, once they wrap shooting and once they wrap all their interviews, he's going to break up with her. And then I think he just thought he was going to show up at the reunion with Raquel and they were going to reveal they were, quote, dating now, but and thought that he would just skate by all the cheating. So anyway, I mean, it's just wild to see all of this stuff happen and like try to piece together the timelines. But that's that's what I think Tom was shooting at. And I think that's why he went to the showrunner realizing like towards the end of filming, like, hey, we need to like put some of my narrative into this because this season's going to wrap and everyone's going to wonder why I'm with Raquel. So 
Um, and then the other thing is when Andy asked, how did it get to the point of cheating after not after a nine year relationship? You know, Tom's like, oh, and he, you know, doing his dramatic acting that he tries to do. And it's like, but he was cheating on her the whole time. He literally cheated on her at the beginning of the relationship with Miami girl. That was at the beginning of their relationship. And he has admitted to at least one other time in that nine year period. And now with Raquel. So he's literally been cheating on her the whole time. That's how it got to the point of cheating is because he's a cheater. And like it, it once you get away with it, once you think you can do it, you think you're just going to keep getting away with it. So you keep doing it. And that's how it got there. It had nothing to do with how Ariana was feeling or how many times Ariana and him were having sex or how, you know, Tom and Raquel had this magical connection. None of that is the case. It's because he's a cheater. So, so we get a little bit of their one-on-ones. I feel like there's more to come on those because we didn't get a ton, but, but maybe we just needed to get, like I said, the producers wanted some clips to go back to so that they could, you know, compare the stories that are what's being told on stage versus what's being told one-on-one. So then we get the reunion, everyone's coming out, everyone's, you know, applauding Ariana's revenge dress and that she looks amazing. And then Tom comes out last. Ooh, it was icy. I could feel it. It was like my TV screen just turned icicles, started hanging off of it. It was like everyone was chilly. And Ariana glances over at him quick because she did great. She didn't look at him once uh, in the reunion. Like she is not making eye contact with him. Um, But she glances at him once and she just looks at Katie and she's like, well, he looks like shit, Um, which is amazing. And it is. Andy introduces everyone and, you know, and explains that Raquel is not there um, because she is in a trailer 100 yards away and they shoot the trailer. And, you know, I'm sure Raquel thought she was being put up at some great accommodations. And it's like this like piece of shit trailer that looks like they got it off of a junkyard um, for her to sit in and watch the reunion so that they could get shots of her watching the reunion, basically just rolling her eyes every time someone said something about her. Um, so that was uh, incredible. Um, and then Andy asks, you know, is James the number one guy in the group now since everyone seems to like be coming for the Toms? Um, and, you know, we've talked about it on this pod before. Like James is the number one guy. James has done some shit, uh, but he is like, he's good TV. And my God, he was going in and, I mean, instantly. Okay, they like introduced everyone. They started talking, and then it was like instant fireworks went off in there. It like they wasted no time. Everyone just started because you know, obviously, Andy goes to Sandoval and says, like, you know, is there anything that you want to say? And Sandoval starts his crocodile tears and starts, you know, sobbing. And before he even got a word out, he was like, I just want to say, and like, everyone was like, no, 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 don't you start crying. And every, everyone goes in on him and is like, no, these, we're not buying that. We're not buying your fake acting. Like this is no. And, uh, and so then he like, you know, as an actor would do, he stops crying because he realizes that he is not doing a good job at it. And he's basically just like, yeah, I just want to thank everyone for being there for Ariana because I know what I did was like that. And um, I'm just glad that she like has all of the support that she has. And and I loved uh, James is like, yeah, that didn't hit for me. And Lala's like, yeah, I didn't even listen. <laughs> it's like those two, I need, I could just watch 
the camera on them the whole time. In fact, Peacock, that's what you guys need to do next. Like I need just the James and Lala reaction of the entire uh, reunion. Cause I, they're just both so funny to me, like, especially when they're together. Um, and then Lala, my God, she like went for Lisa because, you know, obviously they're talking about um, Tom and Ariana living together. And Andy was like, you know, Lala, when you moved out, of Randall's place. Like, what do you think about them living together? And Lala compared Tom to Randall and was like, yeah, I mean, give it a couple of years. Like he's Randall. Like he, he was never home. He was never home. Then as soon as he got caught and all of these things came out, I couldn't get him to leave the house. And Ariana's like, exactly. And, you know, she's like, he's a dangerous person this is like someone you've got to watch out for. And Lisa jumps in and is like, no, that's not fair. You can't like call someone dangerous. And Lala's like, yeah, I wasn't asking for your opinion. And like, and she, and Lisa's like, well, I'm going to give it. And she's like, well, I'm going to disagree with it. And so they go head to head and which I kind of love because Lisa was going hard defending Sandoval throughout this entire episode. And, and we'll get to that at the end of how it ends, but like, she was ride or die Sandoval, it seemed. And even after seeing him, and they, they showed some clips later in the episode of him bad-mouthing her about like the owning the restaurant and him being like, yeah, we wanted Schwartz and Sandy's because we didn't want to be under the, like Lisa Vanderpump's thumb. And, you know, Lisa's like, yeah, it wasn't great. Like hearing him say those things. And it's like, yeah, he's disrespectful to you. And you are defending him and I, I get that she probably feels like a mother on that stage to these to these people, but like they're all grown. I mean, they're like in their 30s and 40s. They're grown humans at this point. They're not children anymore. And even if she feels like motherly towards them, like she's got to back off of the defense because I get everyone's coming at him, but he also deserves it. So she's not looking great doing that. Um, but then... You know, ultimately, Tom's trying to explain the issues that they had in their relationship. Ariana's, like, not buying any of it because she's like, all of these, quote, issues that we had were happening while he was fucking my best friend and, like, doing the and cheating behind my back. So, like, there were issues, but they were on him. Like, they weren't issues I was having. And so it was really tough for them to kind of, like, hash through that stuff because Ariana's like, yeah, none of that is true. Like, we didn't have issues until th this moment right now. Um, and then, uh, you know, it came up that somehow it was like they were talking about Ariana and Tom in some scenario. But then James is like, well, how do you think I felt? And I loved because Lisa's like, well, I think Ariana is a little bit more important. And Lala, or actually it might have even been Ariana, was like, uh, James was like a little brother to Tom. Like, this is something that he also did to James because this is James's ex-fiance. And, you know, James is like, I was like, we were as close as could be. And uh, Sandoval's like, oh, we saw each other like once a month. And everybody, again, is like explosive because it's like, you guys were like brothers. And uh, he's like, I used to call you big bro. And Sandoval's like, yeah, that's what you you, you used to call me. Um, and I mean, how disrespectful, first of all, like if this, if they did have a friendship, like, and remember Tom paid for Rochella, um, for the engagement stuff. And you don't do that for just like an acquaintance that you see once a month. So I, he, that didn't come off well, 
But that, of course, got James out of his seat. So they start going at it. James is getting in his face. Tom's sitting there. Everyone's trying to hold James back. Andy's cards are flying everywhere. James, like, come at me, bro. Come at me, bro. And um, and I love it because at one point he gets... Um, He's Andy finally like pushes James back into his chair and he's like, stay in the fucking chair. <laughs> love again. I love the uncensored unedited version of this where we just get to see everybody like losing their, uh, like losing their shit over all of this stuff. So Andy's lost his cards and that's why he's like very upset. So then he's yelling at uh, James and then James is like, I got to pee. <laughs> And so he gets up and he walks away. As he's walking away, that's when he starts yelling at Sandoval again. And then he calls him the famous, which will now go down in history of Bravo. Um, he calls him the, uh, the worm with a mustache, which they show everyone. I mean, even LVP couldn't hold in her laughter. Everyone is cracking up at the worm with a mustache, except for the worm uh, on the stage. Um, but then he comes back and Andy's like, okay, just do me a favor. Like, just don't like get out of your chair. And, James is like, yeah, I, uh, uh, what did he say? Something, he called him like an ugly fuck. And Andy's like, did you just call me an ugly fuck? And James is like, no, I'm talking about the worm. So, uh, but that was, again, you kind of like see Andy like getting in the, in the scuffle of it all. And I, I do kind of like that. Although I will say I'm getting a little over Andy yelling at the women at Housewives. Um, that like, that worked once. And now he just loses his cool every reunion. And it's like, it's kind of becoming too much. But um, we're not here to talk about that New Jersey reunion uh, trailer. But my God, we will cover that soon uh, in, a, in a future episode. But yes, it's explosive. Go watch it if you haven't. Back to VPR. Um, and I love that I did a commercial break for Real Housewives of New Jersey's trailer. Uh, and now we're now we're back to the show. Um so we finally like get everyone sort of back calm and uh, they go to Schwartz, who's been pretty quiet. They want to know, when did you find out? And Tom admits that he found out in late August and Sandoval is shocked. And Tom's lead up, by the way, too, was like, well, in July, there was this thing. And I started having these conversations and Katie's like, just get to the answer. Like, when did you find out that they were fucking? And he's like, I found out in August. And Sandoval's like, August? And then, and this is why the producers were brilliant, because they flashed to the one-on-one -on -one interview, which happened, you know, uh, probably the day before, whatever, that they actually shot the reunion, because they shoot the reunion for like 10 hours. So I can't imagine they also did the one-on-ones the same day. Um, and they cut to that interview where Tom tells Andy that Schwartz found out and that he told Schwartz in January, late January, I think too. And so he's like, oh, and so uh, Lala's like, oh, did you not get your timelines to match? And Ariana, who had talked about in her one-on-one, -on -one, she was like, you know, something that Tom is really good at is he coaches me. He like, he used to coach me on like making sure that we had the same stories, making sure that we were like aligned for what we were going to say on cameras and you know, and she's like, so I know that he's doing the same thing for Rachel, which um, is, I'm sure, true. And so everyone's like, oh, did you not coach Tom? Did you not get time to coach Tom and tell him exactly what to say so that your story matched? And so they got caught in that lie. Um, but again, producers, brilliant, because now we have this footage to go back to. Um, 
And then we start talking about the parallels between this affair and uh, when Tom and Kristen uh, ended with Ariana and kind of like what was being said and how Tom was spinning things. And it was like, it was all the same. And, you know, people were like, even then, like uh, Ariana said, like, I asked him, like, why didn't he end things with Kristen, you know, when he found out that Kristen cheated on him with Jax? And he was like, well, because like her grandpa just died and she's got, we got all these tickets and we've got these things. And so like, I can't do it yet. And that's what apparently he was telling Raquel. And that's also what he keeps telling us when, when we ask like, why didn't he end things with Ariana? It's because, oh, because, you know, her dog died and her grandma died and, you know, there, I was worried about her and I needed to give her space and, you know, all these things. So his story is like a complete parallel. And then... We kind of take a bit of a turn because obviously like Andy has a tough job because all we really want to talk about is Scandaval, but we have to also talk about what happened in the season. And so like we have to interject things like where it makes sense. So we take a bit of a turn into Schwartz and Katie's relationship. Um, you know, we're ultimately like learning, like, you know, Katie was just like, he didn't like care about me. Like I was never the priority in the room. He put everyone else first. And one day I just like stepped outside of my own body and I realized like, that's not what I want and I needed to end things. And, and so they, you know, they have a little bit of banter, but ultimately like, I actually don't think that Tom Schwartz is that sad that they ended. I think that like he's lazy. And so he doesn't really want to have to go find someone else. I don't think he wants to put in the work of a relationship and like courting someone and caring about someone else because he's just kind of like a lazy boob. But I, th so I think he would have just rather stayed in that relationship forever. So that he could have been like, I've got my Bubba, my Bubba, my Bubba, but keep treating her like shit. And so the fact that Katie has taken the stance and left is, you know, is good. And so, um, so we learn about that. We get like a little bit too about like how Katie and uh, Sheena, uh, you know, came to blows this season in terms of like her trying to push Raquel on Tom. Um, and I, I, I think that ultimately like, you know, Sheena um, regrets it. I mean, she said she regrets trying to do that. She said, now that I see the way that like Tom the things that Tom was saying, I also like regret obviously the stuff with Raquel because like it wasn't even, that wasn't even real. I was like ride or die Raquel and I didn't see the good, but it sounds like maybe there's a path forward for those two. So we shall see. And then um, Lala and Sheena also kind of talked through their relationship. And, you know, obviously last year Lala had said, um, some horrible things about Brock, um, especially in defense of Randall. And, you know, Lala's like, it was a humbling moment. Like I had some humbling things happen. I took accountability. I think Brock's a great dad. We learned that Lala bought the house next to Sheena. So they're now neighbors and that they are having like a good relationship and they have, they're like, you know, moms um, and they have kids about the same age and, and they're doing, they're doing the damn thing. So they seem to be in a good place. Um, what else did we learn? We, oh, I think one of the big bombs um, is there was, who revealed it? I guess Ariana did. 
that she found out, oh, because it was unaired footage that Sheena had, that's right, um, or that Sheena revealed it, that apparently in April of last year, everyone was at Coachella, and I guess Tom Sandoval and Raquel were in the hot tub late at night, and apparently Tom, like, sort of planted a seed saying, like, Ariana and I are, like, open, and so, like, we could, you know, do stuff, and Ariana was, like, that was never the case, but he was obviously planting a seed in Raquel's mind that like that was an option. And so that was as far back as April. So, and if we re recall, there was the Dumois post about someone seeing Raquel making out with Tom at Coachella and everyone assumed it was Tom Schwartz. And so that's what kind of kicked off all of the Tom and Tom Schwartz and Raquel stuff this season. And so it's, it's pretty wild to think that like, not only did he potentially plant the seed, but that might've actually been the date that it started, but they have, you know, probably like written a creed and blood to, to agree that they will never admit that and things, and they've just like defaulted to this August date. So, or maybe we will learn more. I mean, as, as a reminder, the producers have told us that they're the executive producer was in a, was quoted in an interview that there is something that is revealed in the reunion that no one on the cast yet knows. And so that's why they have not picked up filming or put in any uh, cast offers out for this upcoming season because they need to see how this plays out. So maybe we are gonna learn something else and maybe it has to do with this timeline. So more to come on that, but, um, but we learned about that. That was a bit of a bombshell. Andy's kind of like, you know, asking about the hypocrisy of it all. Cause he's like, you know, everyone on this stage outside of Katie has cheated. Like, so you are all cheaters here. And he kind of walks through the dynamic of like who cheated with who. And a lot of them are on the stage together. And uh, he gets to Schwartz and he's like, and Tom Schwartz has cheated with everyone. Um, and so he's like, so why is this like the double standard? And so that kicks off like a pretty pretty heated conversation. But ultimately it's like, this is the next level of an affair because of the best friends of it all. And, and quite frankly, like this is very similar to when we, rev in the, was it season one, that we find out that Jax and Kristen hooked up and Kristen and Stassi were best friends, which is why Stassi backhanded her. Um, but I mean, that's, that is kind of the parallel. I also, you know, James kept kind of relying on this, like, yeah, I cheated, but I was 21 years old and I was like young. Sandoval is a 40 something year old man. And that is very different. And so I don't know. I don't know about how I feel about that. Cause yes, I agree. Like we do young, dumb things when we're young, young, dumb things when we're young. Uh, but we, I don't know. I don't know how I feel. I think that there is probably some truth to what James is saying. And some, like, I think that there's probably a point there, but I don't know if it's like that strong of one. So they kind of go through that. Um, they talk about Joe, um, <laughs> And he's like, so Joe, you know, was living with you. There's rumors that you guys were together. He's like, you know, we're not in a relationship. He's like, we did sort of end up in a like friends with benefits kind of situation. It started as a friendship though. We were sort of each other's happy place and a dark time. Um, but then that like 
kicked off a thing that where everyone's like, well, the four of you, Joe and you and Tom Sandoval and Raquel all went to Big Bear in January. So that was obviously a double date. And the boys are like, no, we did not go on double dates. And Schwartz is like, I went snowboarding with Sandoval. And it's like, well, then why were girls there? And then Ariana's like, and if girls were there, why wasn't I invited? And so, you know, they, those two have a lot of secrets. And I don't know if we're ever going to get to all of them, but they were like, no, 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 that wasn't it. And it's like, well, there's photos of the four of you all together on double dates in Big Bear in January. And no, Ariana, your life partner at the time, didn't know that Raquel was there. And so that's like, you know, blowing up. Everyone starts booing them while they're trying to like explain. And it's just like, it's chaos. And so they go to commercial, they come back. Um, and then they kind of, they switch gears um, to Schwartz and Sandy's and kind of talk about like the opening of it and all of the like, you know, all the stuff we see play out over the over the season where they've had so many troubles. Like Andy's like, why did it take so long? Like, why didn't you just like open the bar and start serving like chips and hot dogs out of the back and do minimal food instead of like having to like perfect the menu before you open. So of course they're continuing to throw their business partner under the bus. Um, we learned Tom has not paid his mom's retirement back. The revenue's down because of the scandal. Uh, people were um, vandalizing the bathrooms and the menus and things, writing Team Ariana all over stuff, um, which honestly is kind of funny, but yeah. Um, so I don't know. I think TBD on what's to come for their business. Um, and then uh, we learn if, uh, about the girl's business, something about her. Um, the girls raised, or raised, they made... Uh, over $200,000 just in selling merch around the, the scandal of it all. People kept saying, like, how can we support you guys? Like, you know, we're, we're Team Ariana. And so they were like, let's put out some merch and use this as our capital to, like, get the restaurant going. And so they've got quite a bit. And, you know, it's not a big space. So they say, so this was shot in March. And they Andy said, so when will the restaurant open? And they said end of May, which... Um, on my calendar, it says May 25th. So I'm curious, like, where are we with this? Is this happening? Do I need to, like, book some travel? Because I need to get one of those Sammies. Um, so sounds like they're doing really well. It also, you could tell the guys were hating it, like, hearing all of this, because they're like, wow, they sold all this merch. They have all this money. Um, they're in such a good position. And meanwhile, the boys are floundering and have no money. Um and then let's see, was there anything else? I guess, I guess really the only other thing is, you know, Andy brought up like Ariana saying that she doesn't plan to, you know, have any friends in her life that associate with Tom and um, which I think is fair, but he says, but how will that impact Lisa given that she, they're business partners. And she said, well, I understand that like, you know, they own 5% of Tom Tom. So like, I, Lisa will do what's best for her, but like, we probably won't be as close. And Lisa's like, hey, hey, you know, we're, I don't want us to not be close because I'm affiliated. And she's like, well, I mean, that's just going to be the nature of it. And Lisa's like, no, but I don't want that to be the case. And Ariana, you could tell, just like appeased her and was like, it's fine. Like, yeah, you're right. And so, 
Lisa kind of starts talking about stuff again and she's just starts going in on Sandoval and James calls her out and is like, uh, yeah, you're going a little too hard on the defense for Sandoval here. Like it's not, it's not good. Like you're not looking good. And so they're calling Lala chimes in, like they're calling her out and they're like, stop defending this person, um, this worm with a mustache on the stage. And, you know, it's getting fired up again. Um, and James Kennedy has to walk off and he's like, I can't be on the stage right now. Um, and so he leaves and that's how we leave the, the first reunion episode. So explosive all around. It was amazing. We have so much more though. We have yet to get any words from Raquel. Um, just a lot of, uh, just a lot of Bambi eyed eye rolls, um, and so I'm very looking forward to that. Uh, the preview for next week looks good. It looks like we are going to get some of the sit down with Raquel. Looks like we're going to get, um, you know, obviously we're going to talk about the restraining order. Um, and I think we're just, I think we're continuing to be in for a ride. There's still so much to unpack and we're going to be here next Thursday to unpack it with you. So that's our show today, uh, part one. Again, if you have not watched the un uncensored, supersized edition on Peacock, I would say that should be your top priority for the day um, because it's everything. Um, but you guys are everything. Thanks so much for listening. And don't forget, rate and subscribe so you never miss an episode of The Gist. And let's have this conversation on socials. You can find me at CM Vetrano on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, etc. Um, but... Love you guys. Thanks so much for listening. And I hope you guys have a great weekend and a great Memorial Day. And um, yes, I love a three-day weekend. We, we have made it. Reminder that we won't have our Bravo breakdown on Monday, um, but we will be back next Thursday with part two of the Vanderpump Rules reunion. And then we'll have our Bravo breakdown the following Monday where we'll cover Teresa's wedding, the reunions, summer house reunions, and that explosive finale. Um, can't wait to do it all. So have a great weekend. Happy Memorial Day. And until next Thursday, bye.